Hey y'all, it's your girl Samangie and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. I went ahead and did a story time with y'all and I shared my experience with the recent date that I had and basically how Kevin... Kevin Samuels ruined everything. He ruined the potential of anything blossoming out of that date. (laughs) If y'all like that episode or any other episode of Avocado and Honey, please be sure to like, subscribe, share that episode with a fellow spiritual motherfucker. Um, So for today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all the energy for the next two weeks via Biddy Tarot um, or via Tarot, as well as like, I want to share my appreciation that I have for my body and just like this new understanding that I feel that I have, like considering what I've been experiencing these uh, past couple weeks, like, again, I just have like a a new appreciation for my body and I want to share it with y'all in hopes that, you know, you probably could feel the same way about yours if you don't already so um yeah and also i want to give y'all the jam of the week for this week i have a nice little groovy tune for y'all that i've been um jamming to for a while actually i've been jamming to this song for like the past couple weeks it's such a great just vibe makes me feel all good on the inside but um let's get into the tarot energy um the first two cards that i pulled well i pulled the cards before pressing record and the cards that i pulled was the ten of pentacles in reverse and the hangman upright now off top i know the pentacles cards usually have to deal with money and stuff so with it money and abundance and stuff so with it being in reverse i can only assume that it's going to be like you know reflecting on how we look at money or whatever and then the hangman i don't pull this card enough but i do remember talking about it i think in last episode in one of the definitions um it asked if it was paired with the hangman then that was gonna mean something but i don't remember exactly but let's just get right into the definition so we can know what the cards mean right um so for the first definition that i'm gonna get into is going to be the reverse ten of pentacles upright the ten of pentacles is about wealth accumulation and established family and home life and attainment in the material realm Reverse, you may question whether you want to live this way. Do you really want to be chasing the next thousand dollars so you can own the latest Jimmy Choo shoes? Do you really want to be pushing for marriage or family instead of just enjoying what you have now? Are you staying in the same job for decades only for the security? Like this is a read. When you see the reverse ten of pentacles in a tower reading, be ready to question your need for stability, security, and commitment in your life. It may sound good on paper or might be what it is, what is expected of you, but is it what you want? The reverse ten of pentacles comes as a reminder that sometimes wealth can be a trap. When you surround yourself with expensive things and live a luxurious lifestyle, you may want more and more and more, never feeling satisfied with what you have. For example, you splurge and fly business class only to realize you can never fly economy again. Or you buy a bigger house that looks like a resort only to realize you now need to pay for added maintenance and cleaning to keep it in its pristine state. You may find you burn through your financial reserves as you desperately try to support this higher standard of living and are unwilling to downgrade even if your cash flow diminishes. Your feelings of self-worth may be inadvertently wrapped up in your wealth, 
If so, it's time to unravel that connection and see that you can still live a happy and fulfilling life even without the Louboutins and resort style home. The Ten of Pentacles reverse may show that you are experiencing challenges or setbacks with financial or job security and family stability. Your investments may have lost significant value, your marriage may be on the rocks, or your job may be at risk. It is time to reevaluate your position and choose a course of action that will help you regain your sense of security and self-worth. That's really interesting. I don't think this card resonates with me personally. Um... Yeah, if anything, it definitely ha doesn't have to do with the wealth because I definitely don't <laughs> live outside my means. Um, but yeah, you know, the car was pulled because somebody needed to hear it, though. But let's move forward to the hangman upright. Okay, the hangman reminds you that sometimes you have to put everything on hold before you can take the next step. Or the universe will do it on your behalf, and it may not always be at the most convenient time. You may have heard the saying, what you got here won't get you there. And that indeed is at play in this card. I definitely read this card a couple times. The hangman calls you to release the, the old mental models and behavior patterns that no longer serve you so you can see your world from a new perspective and embrace new opportunities that would otherwise been hidden from you if you don't hit the brakes. Here's the thing. These pauses can be voluntary or involuntary. If you're in tune with your intuition, you'll start to have a sense for when it's time to hit the brakes and put things on hold before things get out of hand but if you're out of alignment and oblivious to those intuitive signs the universe will probably put things on hold for you in the form of continued obstacles ill health and breakdowns when you sense the pause coming pay attention to it okay so the hangman equals pause Otherwise, the universe will turn up the volume until you can't ignore it any longer. When the hangman appears in a tale reading, your projects and activities may be coming to an unexpected and abrupt halt. Don't keep pushing forward, hoping that more force will drive you to where you want to go. Instead, surrender to the opportunity to pause and view it as your chance to reassess and reevaluate where you are on your path. Something new is emerging and you won't be able to see it unless you allow the time and space for it to come through. The hangman is your invitation to welcome these pauses with open arms and surrender to the what is, even if it is different from what you expected. Take time away from your routine to connect with a new way of thinking and seeing. Sure, you might have to put important projects on hold while you do this, and it might be super inconvenient, but trust me, it'll be worth it. This is the universe's way of helping you see new perspectives and preparing you for what for the next up-leveling that is happening in your life. If you push or resist, you will meet more obstacles along the way. Instead, allow these opportunities to flow smoothly and effortlessly to you. The hangman can sometimes reflect that you are feeling stuck or restricted in life. What is holding you in the stuck position? What is preventing you what is preventing you from moving forward? On one level, the hangman is asking you to surrender and let go instead of investing in specific outcomes or resisting your current circumstances. Accept them and allow yourself 
to flow with life. On another level, you are being called to change your perspective and shift your energy and may find that separating yourself from your everyday life is helpful, whether it's going for a walk in nature, going on a retreat, or moving to a new country. Change up your routine so you can start to shift your energy and floor sorry and flow more freely again. So yeah, I definitely I, I remember this card now that I'm, you know, reading the definition and I feel like I'll get it next time it's pulled. But I feel like it makes sense for this hangman to follow after um the Ten of Pentacles reverse. Um, because like in the Ten of Pentacles, it was just saying how like, you know, we're going to be question, questioning whether we want to continue living the way that we have been. Like, you know, if we want to continue on with the lavish lifestyle or whatever the case may be. So it makes sense for us to, you know, once we, I guess, while we're figuring out what we want to do, or if, even if you already decided like what it is that you need to do, it's time to pause and reflect and like actually handle it. Like, you know, because it takes time to make change within yourself. And that's one thing we have to just remind ourselves every time we decide to do things different with our differently with our life. Like it's going to take time to make that change happen. And within that time span, we do need to take a pause, a break, and really reflect to ensure that it's actually what we want to do. We need to take time to reflect and listen to our bodies. <laughs> That's the perfect little segue, I guess. But, you know, I'm definitely there, you know, I guess sending my energy and my love to anyone who is um, currently in this space. Um, yeah, I'm sure you can always choose what's best for you. There's no right or wrong. It's your life, you know? There's literally no right or wrong um, way to do it. But, yeah, I feel like I'm actually coming out of um, the space of pausing, the space of just reflecting and everything, because I've been in hermit mode, I guess, in the hangman mode for a couple months now. So I feel like I'm actually about to come out <laughs> of hermit mode. So, yeah. So that's the energy that we have for the next two weeks. And I think this is interesting, too, just because um, a couple episodes I was hollering about, like, you know, people being performative online. Of course, I'm not calling you out personally or anyone out personally, but like, is that's just something that I think about a lot. Like, am I the person that I am, am online in real life? And I definitely would like to be the person I am online in real life. So um, with the whole performing thing, I feel like this can definitely go into play just because of the type of society we're in right now. Like everybody and their mom, even during the pandemic, everybody was still going out their way to be super flashy. Like we're all literally going through it together, but there's still some people who, you know, who actually do have it, but then some people who want to portray and make it appear like they have it like everybody else do. So I think that's really interesting that that card is pulled. And I'm really happy that, you know, we're going in the space where we're just being just real with ourselves. Like, you know, like none of this shit is even real in the end. So let's just have a happy life and work towards that while we're here and just not live up in the rat race, you know? But yeah, I'll stop there. I, <laughs> I'm in tangent mode. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So for today, like, you know, on this podcast, I've been sharing um, just like how I've been getting back to feeling like myself physically. Like, you know, I've shared plenty of times how like, you know, once I left New York and moved down to the South, like my eating um, kind of got out of hand. I was stress eating, emotionally eating, definitely. Um, but also was just like eating a lot of just like comforting food, you know. So with that and like not working out and moving as much as I I'm used to because, you know, with being in New York for like the five to six years, like naturally I am moving every day. Like if I need to do something, I have to walk, go up some stairs, like, you know, catch a train or whatever the case may be. Just walking is a part of your life in New York City. So once I left, 
Like, you know, I was driving and shit and not really moving my body as much as I wanted to or as much as I should have been. So, you know, this is just a a recap of what I've been experiencing. So since then, like, you know, I haven't been feeling like myself. I'm definitely feeling like myself now. But, you know, back when I first moved down south, I was not feeling like myself at all. Like I legit felt so disconnected from my body. Like, you know, I, again, I shared in a previous podcast episode, like the gut issues I've been having, which I can assume um, came from how I was eating because, you know, I went from consistently eating greens and foods that actually nourish my body to eating whatever the fuck I felt like it, which, you know, of course, most of the time didn't give me any nutrients, give my body any nutrients at all. So, you know, with me feeling so disconnected, like, you know, I felt the need to finally get back to feeling good. And, you know, one thing I realized is that like when I'm feeling good, like whether it's physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever, when I'm feeling good holistically, like naturally people around me like get in alignment with that energy. So that means that when I'm feeling good, other people around me feel good. And I like that about myself. So I'm saying all this to say, I've been really just reflecting again. I feel like I do this like once a year where I really just reflect on the body. Like, you know, like the body is amazing. Like, you know, the body that we are giving to be on this ghetto ass planet is amazing as shit. Like, you know, with us being spiritual beings first, that means that our first home is this body that we're currently in right now. Like, yes, we have a home a physical home, a house apartment or whatever, but our first, our very first home is literally the bodies that we're in, this human body that we're in. So with that being said, I feel like, you know, I'm going to say like we, and we should do all this, but in reality, I'm definitely talking to myself. So that's a nice little disclaimer. I hope you don't get offended if I say anything that don't relate to you um, because I'm in the end talking to myself. Every episode, every podcast episode I put out, I'm talking to myself, (laughs) but we are all on the same journey. So, you know, people could relate to it, but yeah. So like, you know, our our body is our first home. So like, you know, just looking back, just growing up and stuff like, you know, I mentioned plenty of times I'm from the hood. And one thing that's, you know, common in the hood is that like, you know, there's food deserts and, you know, it's set up. So the people who are living in these hoods don't get the proper foods to nourish. Hell, we don't even learn about the foods that we need to nourish our bodies, honestly. Excuse me. So. With that being said, like, you know, growing up until about 18, I ate whatever I was given type thing, which wasn't the healthiest. A lot of processed food, a lot of just food that is just not that great for us, for our body. It doesn't really give us any nutrients. So once I turned 18, I definitely like, you know, I went to college or whatever. And I at that time, I felt like I was being a, a little bit more healthier. Like I started working out and stuff. Um, you know, disclaimer, I was overweight my whole life. It makes sense because, you know, how I've been eating my whole life and lack of, you know, movement of the body. So again, like now I'm in college or whatever. And, you know, I am eating clean for the most part, but like I still never really let go of like the binge eating, the processed food, like eating a whole bunch of processed food at one time. Like y'all like, oh my goodness, my shit back in the day. (laughs) Okay. So I used to get like some fucking French vanilla ice cream and like some cocoa cocoa pebbles like basically i will replace the milk with ice cream and like put the cocoa pebbles in a bowl with some ice cream mix that shit up and just bust that thing down like when i tell y'all okay like growing up i used to eat 
me and my cousins, like, this was, like, some real, like, Cali shit. We see, like, the policies with some fucking sugar and Kool-Aid, mix it all up. But it'll be, like, a pound of fucking sugar with, like, a little packet of Kool-Aid and then some policies. And you can bet your life that we ate every last drop of that fucking sugar. So I'm saying all this to say I've been eating a lot of interesting shit that don't do my body well. So with me doing all that, like my body still allowed me to grow and to develop into this woman that I'm that I am. If I fell and got a scar, my body still naturally healed itself. My body still took care of me. My body still went above and beyond to make sure I'm able to walk and to do whatever it is, whatever I felt like I wanted to, you know? So now that I'm adult and I have this like understanding now, I have, I learned, you know, what's beneficial for the body when it comes to food and what the body needs in order for it to live long and strong and all that shit. So now that I have this information, as an adult like you know it still was pretty tough for me to be consistent with like taking care of my body whether that be eating the the right foods or consistently moving my body because whether you want to admit it or not exercise is vital when it comes to being a human being we need to move our bodies I'm not saying you need to get up and run 10 miles every day or you know you need to have a gym membership I'm not even saying that all I'm saying is that it's important for us to move our bodies every day it's literally is not meant for us to like be at a desk for 10 hours and then go home and sit for another 10. And it's so funny um, because like, you know, this is literally what I've been thinking about this week, just how my body has been treating me just because I've been looking in the mirror and I'm just so in love with my body, like how it looks physically and just also just what it's been doing for me. Because like I've said, I've been in a space where even now at 29 or when I was 29, because you know, I turned 30. Um, but when I was 29 and moved down south and, you know, even with all this knowledge, I still, you know, subconsciously went back to my old eating habits because of how I was or how I was feeling in the moment or whatever the case may be. So even with all that, like I started working out again, started doing yoga, like fucking yoga is like blowing my mind like what the fuck I can do with my body is like what like I don't think we really realize like what we can actually do with our bodies and like the more I do work out in all this shit the more I'm like damn like I wonder if I could fucking fly at this point like it's really it's, it's just really dope like you know with the yoga and stuff like you know when I first started it was definitely tough like a lot of the poses and things were tough even with me already you know being active not consistently but I'm active you know but like you know I did like this one move I don't remember the name of it but it was kind of like a headstand and then you flip your legs down and you're basically balled up into a fucking pretzel and you know my thick body yachty self did it and like you know I couldn't breathe for a second because you know (laughs) but I was just like the fact that I was able to do that like it's just it's just amazing. And then when I see people like on TV and stuff like athletes and things like they are proof of what our bodies can fucking do. Like when I see older women or living for fucking ever and still looking good, like fucking what's her name? Uh, uh, Jada, Jada Pickett's mom. Like, you know, so I know I'm just like this is super unorganized this episode because I'm just going on a tangent right now. But this is just where I'm at. Like, it's so, it's just interesting because again, I feel like the more I appreciate my body for its actual functions, the more I learn to love it regardless of how it looks. Because I, I still, like, I still have body goals. 
Um, I don't, I wouldn't say that like where I'm at right now is my body goal. Um, I'm definitely going to continue to work to like, you know, achieve a look that I'm going for, but you know, in the process of doing that, I'm going to appreciate and love my body for where it's at now. Because even when I was like 227, which was my heaviest, I think I was like 18, 19 when I was 227, um, my body was still doing all these things for me. So regardless, if I love the way it looks, it's doing what it's supposed to do. And it's keeping me alive here on this planet. So I should at least like do my part and make sure I'm giving what it needs in order for it for me to last here, last long here on earth, you know, and just thinking about like what people say when it comes to like your actual home, like your physical home, like, you know, your house, your apartment, your wherever, like, you know, people say like when your house is a mess, then that's how, you know, mentally you're a mess. And I feel like we can kind of apply that to our bodies, not saying anybody body is a mess, but we can apply it to how we take care of ourselves. Like, are we listening to our bodies? Like literally, like, that's how dope our fucking bodies are. It literally tells us everything we need to fucking know. Like if you, if somebody don't have good intentions for you, you literally will feel it in your fucking body. Like if you're nervous or scared, your body will physically fucking show that. Like I, I, I'm just so fucking amazed. It's just like our bodies are so fucking dope. So now I'm like in the space for like, I I need to be consistent. Like, you know, I'm 30. Like, <laughs> and I just keep thinking about like, you know, getting older. Like, I don't want to be like 80 or whatever and have all these regrets and stuff. Like, I literally was speaking to this woman. She told me a black woman. She was 67 years old. And we were talking the key key and having a great conversation. I love talking to our elders, yo. And um, she was talking about how like, you know, she's trying to eat better and stuff. And it was so funny because I was just like, yo, me too. I'm in that space of just like, you know, being consistent with it. Like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then she was saying how like her like kryptonite, I guess, would be was uh, chips and potatoes. And I was like, me too. I love everything potatoes. And she was like, man, those carbs and starch, blah, 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 blah. Then I was just like, yeah, you know, I just turned 30. And then that's when she was like, yo, I'm 67. And the one thing I really wish I did when I was 30 was listen to my body. I have not listened to my body all these years. And now I am now I am here 67 trying to get right. Like, I wish I didn't wait this long. So I'm just like noted. I learned through other people's experiences as well, <laughs> just as much as I learned through my own experiences. So I took that as a, a note from the fucking universe to like, girl, this is your last fucking chance. Get right or get tight. Like, you know, like I said, I'm super grateful because even with eating all the fucking sugar I have have eaten in this lifetime so far and all the processed foods or whatever, like I can, you know, honestly say I have not had any like diseases or anything that would come out of eating the way I have been eating in the past. Like, you know, I'm super grateful to know or to not have to deal with any of those things, any diseases or all that shit. Like, I'm so amazed, honestly, that I don't have diabetes or some shit because of the amount of sugar that I've, I've, in, um, that I've eaten in this lifetime, yo, even up until now at 30, it's just ridiculous because honestly, sugar is crack. But whatever. Um, I also had another conversation with um, another woman who she was talking about like pool and stuff. And like, um, I don't know what like her actual occupation was, but she asked me, she was like, what's your, like, do you have any hobbies? And then like, I had to take a moment to pause because like, I know what hobbies are. I know what hobbies are, but like, I was like, 
do I consider these things that I'm doing a hobby because I'm making money off of it? So like, I feel like, you know, we're in a, a space where we all want our hobbies to make us money. We want, we all want our hobbies to be businesses, which is dope. But she helped me remember that, you know, we also need to just do things because we simply because we enjoy doing them, period. Like, you know, she literally played pool. She made time dedicated to improving her work. So like every week, I think like five times, four or five times a week, she go play pool at this pool house. And like, you know, she made sure she got good or whatever, playing with the boys, blah, 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 blah. So that just made me think like, what am I doing for fun? Like, yes, it's fun. But like, am I also like, you know, still developing it? Because like right now I've been so focused or maybe this fucking card do apply to me, the 10 of Pentacles in reverse. But like, I've been so focused on just like, you know, the, the hobbies that create money, like shell monies and stuff like that. I guess this podcast could be a hobby. <laughs> and like, and you know, I'm, I'm bringing this up because um, I want working out to be a hobby. Like I worked out today, of course. <laughs> I did my yoga. I did some insanity today. And, you know, I had a nice nourishing meal. Like I feel good. I have energy. And that's how you know if what you're putting into your body is good for you or not. Like if you eat something that's like heavily fried and just like, you know, the shit that's going to give you the itis, that's how you know you're probably not going to be getting, not probably, that's how you know you're not going to be getting any nutrients. If anything, that food is taken from you. That's why you get the fucking itis. You're drained after eating. Like you should not be tired after eating food. Like food's supposed to give you life and energy. So if you eat and you're tired, something in there is like, it's taking from you rather than giving to you. But yeah, like I forgot where I even was at because I'm on this tangent and stuff. But that's I I mean, I guess I'll stop here. I just wanted to share that with y'all because like like I said, I've been overweight my whole life. So just like body image shit has always been a thing with me. Like, you know, just having troubles with, you know, accepting myself and shit like that. So like now I'm in a space where like my body has looked a lot better than it does now before like you know and the fact that I'm still in a space where I don't think I you know I, I look good period but like my body has been better but I can still love my body as if I look like fucking Megan Thee Stallion you know what I'm saying like it's, it's it's really crazy like I don't know if it's because of the the um like the affirmations and stuff I'd be listening to I'm going to sleep or what but like I'm so in love and like now I just have I just feel so motivated to have my best to be my best self to take care of both my homes where I'm physically living in and also like my my body so back to the hobbies thing because I don't think I finished what I was um I meant to say so with the hobby thing like my goal is to basically have taken care of my body a hobby so I want to be dedicated to making sure I take care of my body at all times like I'm not saying like you know every now and again I'm human so I know every now and again I'm probably gonna eat a bag of chips or a few because that is just is what it is, you know, but it's all about moderation and shit like that. But yeah, hopefully this wasn't too much, y'all. Like, <laughs> I don't be getting much feedback from y'all. So like, I just be kind of doing whatever the fuck I want, which is probably how it should be. But I'm just happy y'all fucking with me. But yeah, I hope this episode will encourage you to love and appreciate your body, no matter what it physically looks like currently, but for what it actually has been doing for you your whole fucking life. No matter how old you are, like your body's been with you since day one and been holding you down regardless of what you've been putting into it. Like you could, <laughs> you could be like 
yeah, I'll, I'll just stop there. But like, yeah, I just hope that you're able to appreciate your body for what it can do for you. We're all caught up in this time where we're caught up in the, like the physical appearance rather than what your fucking body is doing for you. Like, you know, like if you want to get surgery, whatever, yeah, you already know my pain on it. Like, I'm not judging nobody. You do whatever you want. It's your life. But I just feel like we need to be in a space of like going more for just how we feel rather than how we are looking, because that how we feel is literally is a tell all because you can physically change all kinds of shit on your body by how it physically looks but at the end of the day you probably more than likely gonna feel the fucking same if it's not whatever it is that you change it's gonna become something else because that feeling is there for a different reason like you know you can't just physically change and then your body is just supposed to shit i'm uh, hopefully y'all got that maybe y'all didn't even make it this far out and i'm not editing it not yet because I'm going to be doing, um, these podcasts are going to be a visual, going to have a visual on YouTube pretty soon, y'all. So um, within the next couple of weeks, instead of just putting the audio for the podcast, I'm going to actually record with a nice little setup and y'all going to see me talking on YouTube. So the editing will be coming back. So thank y'all for bearing with me while I, I just experienced this and learn how to not fucking overshare so much. But I'm gonna shut the fuck up now because we're already about 30 minutes in and I only wanted this to be about 15 minutes. So let's get into the jam of the week. But before we do, please be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. So you'll be the first to know um, anything new with Avocado, Avocado and Honey. You can stay up to date and all that fun stuff. Um, also, you know, I do make handmade hair accessories and jewelry with Kyrie shells and crystals for a reminder to remember who the fuck you are daily. Um, if you're interested in that and want to support your girl, head over to www.shellmoneys.store. Um, I have, again, just dope ass hair accessories and jewelries and um, jewelry and face masks. Oh, man, I'm all over the place right now, y'all. <laughs> fuck. Um, let me go ahead and get into the jam of the week. Oh, wait. Lastly, if you want to follow me, my uh, personal uh, social media is at underscore Samanji. Um, so for this week's jam of the week. Okay, so when I'm in these cities, I like to dive into the music in the city. So since being here in Houston, I've been listening to a lot of music from, you know, fellow Houstonian um, musicians as well as just Texan musicians. So I've been listening to a lot of Karanabin, who I've been listening to before I moved here. I didn't even know they were from Texas, but I was put onto their album. It was the EP with them and Leon Bridges, who's from Fort Worth, Texas. He's fine too. Oh man. And they did a collab together on an EP called Texas Sun. It's, it's a beautiful ass fucking record period. Like, and I can't wait this summer. I'm about to play Texas Sun out. But for today's jam of the week, it's the song Midnight off that EP. And again, it's Corona Band playing the, um, the melodies in the back, like, you know, their band, and then Leon Bridges on the vocals. And Leon Bridges, his voice is just like butter. Like, and anytime you start singing, like, I just feel good, you know? Like, I just feel fucking good. So that's the jam I've been playing out, and that's the jam that I'm going to share with y'all. So enjoy. Heard you in a nice dream. Girl, I hope you like this. Midnight's black on the outside, inside. You and I leather last week. Fell deep in a romance, way back in the day. Outside, inside, you and I let the last 
In the back seat we did, we did. 